This is the Got Gains Podcast, the solution for skinny men who want to lose that last layer of belly fat and build lean muscle mass. Tap into the solution for everything else, fitness, faith, and more. Let's go. So a recent book that I was reading was called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it gave me a little bit of perspective. It gave me some thoughts in relation to how people just think differently, not only in terms of business, but in terms of general life altogether, even on the investing side. And there was really a whole bunch of things that I learned in that book altogether, but it really taught me that there are four key things that you know that's common for wealthy people to typically focus on, right? The first is taxes, learning how to go about managing taxes and how you can not evade taxes, but mitigate the the money, mitigate the finances taken from the IRS and the government, etc. And there's investing, accounting, and there was cash management, right? Management of cash flow. And you know, those four important core pillars really opened my mind to a couple of things. And, you know, all my life personally, I've been told to save, 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 you know, save your money for this, save your money for that, save your money for college, save it, etc. You know, but not all my life, you know, until my late 20s was when I started to hear the word, not late 20s, you know, early to mid 20s was when I started to hear the word invest around me, Right invest in the household, invest in this, right? But it wasn't really, that term was almost rarely, if never used. And, you know, it's crazy because all my life I've been been told to just save this, save for that, you know? And obviously there's inflation, which, you know, saving your money, it doesn't really act as an actual hedge against inflation, you know? And this book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, was talking about investing, you know, not only in real estate, which was the first you know, pillar to really invest in. The second was stocks, and then the third was bonds, I believe. So, and the fourth went down to other investments, per se, a business, etc. And the list went down and then went down. But it really mentioned the importance of why it's so it was why it's so important to invest, invest in this. Then you would want to invest in that. And of course, you know, when it comes to self investment, even in health, even in your even in recurring mindset to achieve a better body, achieve a better physique, self investment is everything, right? And investing in, in one's body is completely different than investing in the in, in towards businesses and towards assets, you know, that will generate cash flow and income. You know, ideally, it's the same thing. Primarily, it's just investment in different separate things. But the book Rich Dad Poor Dad told me a little bit about the two mindsets of Robert Kiyosaki and what, you know, his biological dad, who he commonly referred to as Poor Dad and the Rich Dad, in which wasn't his biological father, in which he commonly referred to in such ways. And, you know, man, it really just gave me a different perspective in terms of how, you know, the rich dad would think, how can I do this? How can I lose that last layer of belly fat, right? How can I achieve more compliance in my fitness journey so I can build lean muscle mass, get ripped, get lean? You know, how can, how can I do that? What do I have to do to make it happen? That's what the, the rich man thinks, right? The rich dad thinks. How Robert Kiyosaki's poor dad would often think, I can't do that. I can't afford that. I can't make it happen. You know, already already a fixed mindset on life, on the circumstances, on the environment around him. And that was something that really spoke volumes to me, right? Because, you know, to adopt a growth mindset is to adopt a form of op- optimism into in relation to the solutions that are practically around us we have to just 
open our mind and you know asking questions allows us to expand our mind statements close the mind and as all of these details are mentioned in the book it gave me more knowledge more awareness to, to become a to become a critical thinker right think critically how can i do something how can i open my mind to expand my current level of thinking so i can find a solution to building more muscle so i can find a solution towards getting to you know a sub 15 percent body fat to get to a calorie deficit how can i do this how can i find a solution to make it happen how can i make it easier and these questions just expand the mind allows you to just really think and not really not really think small but think bigger in terms of what can be done you know and an interesting thing you know that also happened in the book was that you know with with the phd with all the self education you know it seems that the poor dad wasn't able to well he was struggling financially right in a sense that once his you know check would come in it would cover his expenses it would cover you know maybe taxes right that go to the IRS on his paycheck right social security taxes income tax etc right and he wouldn't have anything left he was practically struggling financially to get by and with a PhD you would think that wouldn't be the case however it was due to the fact that he wasn't really investing that money into other resources, into other assets. It seems that's why he was struggling financially. The rich dad now, not only was he drowning with assets, right, that were generating him cash flow, but he was paying almost little to nothing towards the IRS, towards the government and taxes, because he understood how the tax system worked, how he could use the tax system to his advantage, how he could use it to his benefit. And not be and not be subjected towards paying all of this money from the IRS and taxes right to the government and whenever you look at it I see two individuals really one who understood the tax system and one who didn't and the one who didn't had to well pay for it and you know, the, the rich dad who understood understood the tax system right he was able to mitigate the amount of finances he would have to pay back towards the government critically important because this is exactly how we can not only not really save so much money but how we can really have leverage over over the tax system and control the amount of finances that get sent out to the government and there were so many learning lessons from the book that i got really and to kind of add on onto this it also talked about how it's important for you know primarily business owners to have S corporation specifically. He really mentioned so much a C corporation, but an S corporation for self-employed business owners. And what this does is that you know, whatever you would initially work, you would pay yourself first. You'd pay yourself. Maybe you want to invest that money in towards an account. You want to invest that in towards your own physique, into your own body, into your own mind to grow, to elevate. Whatever the case it may be, it's investing into oneself first before. You know, paying the creditors or anybody else on top of mind. On top of mind, whatever you collect should be paid towards you. You should be getting paid first. Because the the main idea behind why Robert Kiyosaki was talking about this was because many individuals pay themselves last. And by this, they pay the government first. They pay the taxes, the creditors, everyone else first. 
and then they pay themselves last. So whatever little they have left, it means that they're left to either you know save that money, or whether it's for to go grocery shopping, right to put groceries and food on the table, whether it's to save that money towards maybe other allocations in life. It could be pretty much anything really, and it's saving that money to just save it to go by, to make it to the next month, to make it to the next week. And little that money is almost never really used to invest in in most cases. He was talking about how you should take whatever money you have, whatever you collect monthly and put it towards yourself first. Pay yourself first and whatever you you have to go and pay, you pay later. And that really opened my mind to a couple of things. It's no matter what situation is going on around me, right? It's the fact that you want to take a little bit for yourself first. And then you want to pay the remainder the creditors i.e whatever else last and it's really all about the, the shift in the mindset behind that and it really gave me more perspective more insight on the importance of investing in oneself investing in one's current level of education etc you know i personally not so much of a bias though i value the financial literacy and the financial education of how money works because if you really think about it most schools not not even most schools every school really they don't teach the the ability or the leverage or usage of finances of how to use money how does money work where does money come from it's a subject that's not really spoken on or really talked about right when you really think about it and at times i'd really have to think why is it the case right why is it the case that is true you know and not saying that college education isn't important, of course, to an extent, but for what, I, what I've learned in the Rich Dad Poor Dad scenarios, the P, the individual with the PhD, i.e. the poor dad, you know, that, that PhD degree, he was still struggling to make ends meet. You know, he still had a fixed mindset on life and a fixed mindset on how things were, you know, going on in, in his current day-to-day life. Not to discredit him, not to disvalue him or anything of the sort, but, you know, it's just a, a sort of sense in terms of what education is a value and it's true to say that you know financial literacy and, and education of that sort is true is important to an extent as well as you know education through college you know, but the the main importance of what college doesn't truly teach is investing and knowledge of the tax systems in relation to money and how money works in the global economy today that's as crazy as it sounds and how an S corporation can help to you know add money into that to pay yourself first and pay the remainder towards whatever is left out of it. So you're practically in control through owning a business and assets and to that extent. And that's really what I learned from that book altogether. I mean, it's not really just it, but there was so much more I learned from the perspective of two individuals and how they lived their lives. But man, I can really say to an extent, it gave me, it gave me a point of a point of more awareness in terms of what is necessary and then what path does each individual you know practically want to take right and what path provides the best outcome based on you know, one's values beliefs ethics morals etc but more importantly if you haven't even read the book yourself i'd more than encourage you to go out there and read it you know buy it off on amazon or get it somehow some way and read the book. It'll give you more insights on you know, the two perspectives of great individuals who have you know, lived their life together. You know what? That wraps it up. Peace. Again, that wraps up today's episode of this podcast. Again, 
if any of you got any value or learned anything new from this episode, I encourage you to go out there and share it with a friend, share it with a family, support the podcast in any and every way, as that is how this podcast grows.